0: Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. We help committed people stop wasting time and stop compromising on their goals. We build and rebuild strong people through one-on-one custom fitness solutions. No filler, no nonsense, and no time to waste. Let's talk about it. hello and welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock. Today, we are talking about tempo training and I want to dig into tempo a little more deeply than maybe we have in the past. This has come up a couple of times somewhat recently. I've had some cool conversations with people about and around tempo, uh, sometimes people who didn't necessarily understand how tempo could be applied in certain ways or had maybe a more narrow view of what it was for and what it could do. And I'm here to say that the possibilities are significant. So let's get into it. So tempo, tempo is incredibly useful. And we believe that every single movement has a tempo. You can describe the way something is being done, the speed at which it is being done, the time it takes to do something, it necessarily has a tempo. That necessarily means you can potentially adjust it. And if you can adjust things, if that's a variable you can move, You can use that to your advantage almost all the time. So when I say tempo is incredibly useful, what do I mean? Well, tempo is incredibly useful at building strength. Tempo is incredibly useful at building stability. Tempo can give you access to more time under tension. So you can control for volume potentially. You may not have to do as many reps as you would have to do if you adjust your tempo somewhat. Tempo is very useful for hypertrophy, for muscle building. Huge for there, tied in with that time under tension piece. Tempo is incredibly useful for perfecting and working on technique, slowing things down, stopping things, finding those moments we want to work on so we can nail your positions. So much of movement is nailing great positions, owning those and being able to move forward. Tempo will give you access to what is often these very quick moments. Now we can freeze them in time and really work on them. Tempo gave you access to more variety. If you are feeling like stuck in a rut or you're tired of this rep scheme or this way of approaching things, add some tempo into it. It completely changes it up. It's like having a new movement. Tempo is a great utility. If you have limited equipment, limited time, you don't necessarily have access to all the bells and whistles. Tempo is a great piece to insert judiciously, where it's appropriate, and you can absolutely unfold a whole other world of exercises. Tempo has also been shown to be really useful for tendon health, for getting people out of pain, for desensitizing people to movements that perhaps should not be painful anymore, but still are, they're still having a nerve reaction. Playing with that tempo can have significant, direct, measurable results on tendon health and pain. Let's get into it. And when we talk about tempo, what can tempo be applied to? When we talk about tempo, it's the speed at which you do the movement. Typically when we're describing a tempo in a movement, there are four pieces. There is the eccentric. There's a potential pause after the eccentric. There's the concentric, potential pause after the concentric. So if we're talking about a bicep curl, the concentric comes first, right? That's contracting that muscle all the way up a potential pause at the top, the eccentric is lowering on the way down, potential pause at the bottom. As opposed to say a back squat where the order is reversed, the eccentric comes first in a back squat, the lowering, lower, 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 pause, concentric is rising up out of that squat, squeezing that muscle, potential pause at the top. So that is typically how tempo is described and typically how it is adjusted and yes, Tempo works great for squats. Tempo works great for bicep curls. Tempo also works great for Olympic weightlifting. Tempo gets used in Olympic weightlifting all the time. If you've ever had anyone tell you to do a snatch but pause your knee for three seconds, you're doing tempo training in Olympic lifting. If you ever do long holds, you're doing tempo training in Olympic lifting, especially because Olympic weightlifting is so positional based. If you can master your positions in Olympic weightlifting, you are already miles ahead of most people. If you can nail those positions consistently, especially under increasingly heavy weights, especially under fatigue, you are on your way to being a great Olympic weightlifter. Tempo can also be applied to gymnastics for the exact same reason. Owning those positions, owning your body shapes is everything in gymnastics. If you can apply tempo to this, get some time under tension, really master what these things are supposed to look like, then you are way ahead. If your push-up looks the same as when you're taking five seconds to get to the bottom, pausing at the bottom for five seconds, taking five seconds to get to the top, if you can do 15-second push-ups, right, so every rep, takes 15 seconds and your body is long and straight. Your legs are squeezed, your arms are close. There's no deviation in your hips. Shoulders and hips are rising and lowering at the same rate. You are doing a really strong work and you will be able to repeat those high quality push-ups over and over and over and over again. This applies to higher level gymnastics. If you're swinging around on rings, bars, tumbling, all of this stuff, owning those positions, finding those moments where you can freeze and hold or slow it down, it's everything. Break that movement down. Like, let's talk about a ring muscle up, right? Love putting tempo in a ring muscle up. Hanging from below the rings, doing an aggressive pull, so you end up on top of the rings, dipping out of it. Some would call that a strict ring muscle up. We're just gonna call it a ring muscle up. If you're working on these, and let's say you have the prerequisite pulling and pushing strength, you can do a very high pull up. You can dip your body weight out of the bottom of the rings. If you possess that strength, you still may not be able to do a ring muscle up because the positions are very difficult. So I will all the time have people do a false script pull up as high as they can and hold at the top. What's it like to spend some time at the very, very top, of that very challenging pull up. Then we'll have them spend time at the absolute bottom of their dip. What's it like to hang out at the very bottom of the dip for five, eight, 10 seconds. If they can get good at those two, now we'll start transitioning between the two. We'll start doing eccentric transitions. So from a top ring support, arms locked out, lower slowly down to the very bottom of the dip, pause there, slowly transition from the bottom of a dip down to the top of a pull-up, rolling those rings through, controlling it all the way through, holding the top of that pull-up and then slowly lowering down. If you can do that, you are very close to a strict ring muscle-up. If you have that mastery of that position, you are where you need to be. And we are about to get our, your first restricting muscle-up if you haven't gotten one before. Potentially can be adjusted to all kinds of conditioning things. We do this with running drills. We do this, all kinds of great stuff. So back to our list. I rattled off all of these things that I thought tempo was useful for. We're not gonna spend a million hours on it, but I want to at least break it down a little bit. Why is tempo so useful for building strength? Couple of things here. The eccentric portion of most movements is, if you measure it, literally more work than the concentric portion. Most people think about the concentric portion as the doing the work. It's the standing up of the squat. It's the curling the dumbbell. It's pulling up to the top of that pull up, right? That's the movement, that's the thing. The eccentric is often just, getting out of it, or getting ready to do it. However, eccentrics are incredibly taxing on muscles. They do more damage to muscles than the concentrics do typically, rep for rep. So if you add some tempo to your eccentrics, if you spend three, four, five, ten 10 times as much time for every single rep as you normally would, you are getting more strength, you are getting more work, you're squeezing more juice out of every single so if you only have time for three sets of eight and you, for that those sets of eight, you do a three second descent for every single back squat, it is going to be harder, it is going to be more work, and you're going to get more strength out of it. I've had excellent results playing with tempo, especially with eccentric stuff uh, and isometric stuff. We'll talk about that in a second, but huge strength gains using tempo work. Stability. Stability and strength are tied into each other. You may, if you've hit a plateau in your strength training, if you are finding you aren't getting much stronger, it may not be because you're not putting weight on the bar. It may be because you're unstable. You don't own certain positions. Something is getting loose. Something's getting out of line. You're having a mechanical problem. So what if we slow it down and stop at those places? You're having a mechanical problem. We start spending time under tension in those places. So let's say on your bench press, if everything's great, everything's great. And then when they start getting heavy, you get frozen three inches off your chest. Bar comes down, you start pushing off and three inches off your chest. That is just your sticking point. You can't get around it. Suddenly everything feels weak there. We don't wanna just go faster. We wanna spend time there. So maybe we would do eccentric bench pressing and stop three inches off your chest Hold that for three seconds and then finish the rep, lower to your chest and press out of it. Now we're really spending a ton of time under tension, hanging out at the spot that is giving you so much trouble and completing the rep and being successful after hanging out in that challenging space. Now, yes, you will have to go with a slightly lighter weight to do this because it's a very challenging movement, but you will get stronger and you will get past that sticking point. Super, super useful. I mentioned time under tension. This is a great way. Uh, I made a reference earlier to potentially not having time to do a ton of volume. If you are someone who is like in some German strength volume stuff, or you're doing a program that just has two and a half hours of stuff in the gym every day, nothing against those programs. We totally write those programs. We absolutely have people who are training two and three hours a day, but not everyone has the time to do that. We can potentially get the kind of results that you get working two and three hours a day with a limited selection of exercises applying tempo in a judicious manner if you would normally take you eight sets of bench presses to get all the work we needed to get done if we apply tempo perhaps we can take that down to three or four sets of bench presses right if we're doing slow eccentrics if we're doing pauses if we're doing tempo concentrics tempo concentrics especially if you're working on body composition, muscle building. If you haven't played with tempo concentrics, I strongly urge you to play around with this, even just to see what it feels like. Now I will say this is for muscle building and hypertrophy, not for strength. Generally for strength building, if you're trying to move the most weight with in one rep or three reps or whatever you're attempting, generally our suggestion is move that concentric as quickly as you possibly can. That is for absolute strength. If Absolute strength isn't our number one goal and changing your body composition is, we will totally put in some tempo concentric work. So with a pull-up, sure, you can do five pull-ups. Great, I love it, five pull-ups is pretty good. What if we say you need to take three seconds to get to the top of every pull-up? A slow controlled ascent. Now, if you can do five pull-ups normally, I bet you can do one or two with that controlled three-second ascent smooth all the way up. If we pair that with a little pause with your chin over the bar, now we're really talking. Now we can get a ton of work done, even though you're someone who doesn't have 30 pull-ups to play with. You have a few pull-ups to play with. We can add this in. Now you're getting a bunch of strength work and a bunch of time under tension under just a couple of reps. That's huge. Remember that, that eccentric damage to muscles I mentioned earlier, the eccentric causes more damage to the muscles than the concentric. With hypertrophy, with bodybuilding, damage to the muscles is what we're all about. You wanna create all these micro tears so that they can grow and heal and the muscle gets a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger and typically bigger muscles are stronger muscles. So you can maximize the quality of your contraction by adjusting this time under tension. If with every, we were talking bicep curls earlier, if with every bicep curl, you held the top, that contraction and squeezed as hard as you could for three full seconds, controlled the descent on the way down and then did it again, it would not take you 30 reps to get an amazing pump. Now you're in that happy 8 to 12 rep range, even if you don't necessarily have all the weight in the world to play with. Talking technique. I mentioned this earlier with Olympic lifting and gymnastics tempo is a great way to expose holes and spend time in really challenging positions. And this is what you want to do. Don't just recognize it as, oh yeah, I'm terrible at this part of the lift. I'm terrible at this part of the movement. I feel really weak in this position. Okay. Let's go hang out there. Let's freeze time and spend a moment in those positions that are so challenging and we will figure out why it's hard and we will get better at it. The longer you spend time in those places, the more comfortable you will be there. If you are afraid or uncomfortable or weak in a position, we wanna hang out in that position, not avoid it. Let's talk utility. If you have limited equipment and limited time, if you haven't played with tempo before, it's like unlocking another closet full of exercises. If you are at home or in your living room or in your office and you just have your two dumbbells and you have the four exercises that you've been doing and you like them and you're good at it and it was working for a while and now you're bored, add tempo in. Add tempo to these exercises and it unlocks them. What if you do slow eccentrics? What if you do slow concentrics? What if you add pauses at different points? And it doesn't necessarily have to be at the end range either. Sure, for a squat, you can pause at the very bottom Pause at the very top. What if you paused halfway down and at the bottom and halfway up? So you're lowering in a back squat, halfway down, you pause for three seconds, holding all that tension, controlling that position, continue to descend, pause at the bottom, not collapsing, still under tension, still being strong, then started rising up out of that contraction and paused again on the way up. This is maybe the hardest pause. Halfway up out of the contraction is really rough, and then finish that squat. Now we're really talking, now with your two dumbbells, now with your one kettlebell, now with your big bag of rice or your your grocery detergent or whatever it is, now we can do all kinds of other things. Adding these pauses, adding the slowing down of either the concentric or the eccentric can bring a huge amount of utility if you have limited equipment and or limited time. Pain relief and tendon health, especially that eccentric, there's lots of work showing that and you're going to like this part, well, some of you will, heavy eccentric work has been shown to be very, very beneficial for making tendons stronger, for improving tendon health. So for having some discomfort, if we're having weakness, if you keep getting hurt, if you're in chronic pain, then potentially one of the tools we would use is heavy, slow resistance. So we load it up. This is not light work but we also go slow, we have to be able to control it. So think at least four or five seconds for the eccentric of the movement, whether it's a squat or a calf raise or a uh, negative bicep curl, negative pull-ups, negative bench presses, uh, shoulder raises, there's all kinds of stuff, depending on what we're working on. Good mornings, could totally do these with good mornings, but get heavy, only so heavy as you can control that eccentric really slowly, If we're talking tendon health, then we're doing slightly higher reps usually like eight to 12, maybe even up to 15, three or four sets. This is part of the template we would use if we're attacking tendon health, if we're going after that, trying to get you out of pain, especially if you're someone who keeps getting hurt, especially if you're someone who's been in chronic pain and we think that there's some tendon weakness and instability there, we're going to go after it. Tendon strengthening is a slower process than muscle strengthening but heavy, slow, eccentric work will set you free. It is amazing how well it works. These are just a few examples of how useful tempo can be. In strength, instability, adding time under tension, controlling for hypertrophy, maximizing your technique, adding some variety into your life, as well as a utility for creating more opportunities with limited equipment and limited time. On top of all of that, improving tendon health and getting people out of pain with this one tool that for some reason does not seem to be applied very often, if at all, and does not seem to be applied as widely as we think it should be. Yes, tempo in Olympic lifting is great. Every Olympic lifter we work with does tempo training. Every strength athlete we work with at some point does some tempo training. Everyone who does gymnastics with us at some point will do some tempo training. Tempo training appears throughout the feel-strong ecosystem, as it were, and there's a really good reason. It is incredibly useful and incredibly important. So if you are an athlete and you are writing your own stuff or you're having a plateau and you don't understand why it's not moving forward, I strongly suggest taking some tempo, judiciously applying it. It doesn't have to be everywhere. You don't have to write a tempo for every single movement, every single time, all of the time. I'm sorry, James Fitzgerald. Please don't get mad at me. You're very smart, but I don't write tempo for every single movement. But put it where it can be useful. Go for maximum return. Find the places where you're having challenges. Find the places where you want the greatest return on your effort. Insert some tempo there, and it will change your life. Coaches, if you are not describing tempo to your athletes, if you are not explaining how you want things done, think about it. Picture how you want it done. If you are happy for someone to bang out eight pull-ups as fast as they can and that's the assignment then great but if what you're trying to do is actually work on someone's body position and making sure they're braced really hard and squeezing their back muscles really hard at the top and chin over the bar, maybe as high as they can go, maybe even getting a little chest to bar, lowering down to the bottom and controlling that for a lot of power because maybe this is someone who is working on their back uh, muscles, or maybe this is someone who is working on their pull-up strength, or maybe this is someone who is on the way to some fun calisthenics tricks and wants to do some strict bar muscle-ups or things like that. If they're anything like that, if you want something different, you have to describe it. Consider exactly what you want out of a movement, what you can adjust, to make every single rep and every single set be really useful for that athlete. No junk volume, no throwaway sets. Make it useful. Find a way to make it useful. Tempo is not the only thing to modify, but it is a thing to modify. Yes sets. Yes reps. Yes weight. Tempo. Tempo is always there. Every movement has a tempo. Let it be a tool that you can use. Let it be a tool that you can take advantage of. to set yourself free. Create more gains break out of plateaus and see progress. you haven't seen progress before. There are other ways forward and Tempo is one of them. I think that's all I have to say about Tempo. So I'm gonna stop talking. I get really excited about this stuff. Thank you as ever for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you all for sharing. That has been huge. Please continue send this podcast to people, tag us in all the things. We love hearing how this has affected you we got our last whatever it was a week or two or three ago at time of record when spotify did their podcast wrapping things people were tagging us that we were the most listened to podcast or they listened to this amazing number of hours and amazing number of episodes in the podcast uh we really appreciated that it made us feel great i hope you are all well my name is justin mcclintock feel strong Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your subscriptions. Your written reviews make a big difference. Thank you for those. Please keep them coming. Drop five stars while you're there. If you find these podcasts helpful, share them with friends, send it on. We love it when the stuff gets shared outside of our bubble, outside of you folks. Any feedback, hit us up on Instagram at feelstrongfit on Instagram. DMs are open there for all of your questions and feedback More questions about the program or you're ready to get started. feelstrong.me is the website. FeelStrong.me. If you're ready to make a change, if you're ready to feel better than you have in a long time, get in touch. My name is Justin McClintock. Feel Strong.